everybody. Welcome to That's Life. It's day four of the JM and the AM fundraising marathon. Spring has sprung here in New York. Pesach is also basically tomorrow. Otherwise, folks, not much is going on. No, Danny, I still wanted this to go. No, I was I was gesturing with my hands. Good morning, folks, and thanks for listening. I was just talking to Danny. We are streaming for a couple of minutes on Meerkat. If you don't have the Meerkat app, I highly recommend that you get it. I'm having fun with it. Uh, my thanks to Michael Eisenberg of Jerusalem, who suggested that I download Meerkat and start live streaming through my Twitter account, which is exactly what Meerkat allows you to do. And the Forbes write-up on Meerkat, by the way, says, people over 25 have never heard of Meerkat. Well... I am over 25, and as of yesterday, I had never heard of Meerkat, and now I'm a fan. But just to point out, the kids from Kushner this morning on JMNAM, they didn't know what it was either, so I don't feel so old. Anyway, coming to you from the home of the Nachum Siegel Network on the beautiful, not-so-chilly, Lower East Side, I'm joined by Avram. Good morning, Avram. Good morning. How, How are, are you? I am well, sir. How are you? I, you know, you have a cold. You're a little crunchy this morning. A little bit of a morning. cold, yes. You're a little bit, i got to tell you, you're a little bit... A little bit fetchy. It's morning. good to know that you're not that old. <laughs> I right, though Nahum was making fun of me at some point, well, a number of points this morning on Jamin Am, but specifically about the fact that yes, I am turning forty, please God this year. Uh, hashtag turning forty. Um, I'm not doing it gracefully. Let's be honest. I'm I'm having a bit of trouble with this. Uh countdown six months. Yep, mm-hmm, it's gonna be fine. But either way, um yeah, I know what Meerkat is. But you're a little you're a little fetchy. Your nose is a little red. I'm mostly fine. Mostly fine. There was, mostly I was good. having a computer crisis this morning, a complete crisis, but it's fine now. Right. Things are good. You brought excellent food for us. Oh, treats. Finally, you brought treats. And finally. Because I here's want your to official know, on-air thank you. Yeah, because your official on-air rant, off-air rant, I should say, took place before the show started. When Let's see. You, I'm putting up a good face so people yeah. don't know that there's problems in the family. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't fight in front of the children kind of a thing. That's what it is. If you're a new listener to the show, thank you for taking a break from your day two to an and if you're a returning listener, thanks as always for making us part of your day. You can follow us on Twitter, Net. That's one word, Miriam L. Wallach, all one word. And again, shout out to my Meerkat users. What's going on, guys? Uh, and also a shout out to everyone listening on our Ruth Sheva. Welcome to the party. Welcome aboard. As a reminder to everyone listening, the JM and AM fundraiser is in full swing. You can make a pledge and join the team at NachumSiegel.com. You can go to jmandtheam.org. Sorry. Dot, dot org and uh, pledge right there. Yes, sir. And conveniently, there's also a uh, pledge button on NachumSiegel.com right. for those who are already tuned in there. Fantastic. Uh, a couple of their flashing between the JM and the AM logo and something that says Donate Now, so you can click on that as well. Yes, and I thank you for that. I would also like to mention that a couple of our listeners wanted to know if they could give through the app. They can't, but... Um, we appreciate your feedback, not yours, Abrami, because you're fetchy today. But we appreciate other people's feedback, and um, and maybe that is something that we <laughs> – don't get all crazy on me. Uh, maybe something that we look into for next year. But either way, please go to NachumSiegel.com, go to jmandam.org. Please give. Your support of JM and the AM facilitates everything we do here at the Nachum Siegel Network. It is the crown jewel of our network. I mean that wholeheartedly. And if you like what we do here, you got to support that. Avram, you wanted to say something? Uh, the the backbone of Jewish radio, as Nachum always says. Yes. And the backbone of great Jewish radio. And he's right. He's right. 32 years in, he is certainly right. Um, let's do some national holidays. Of course, the most important national holiday here at the Nachum Siegel Network is Mayor Fertig's birthday. So shout out to Mayor Fertig. Happy 45th to him. Yep, I'm only turning 40. He turned 45. It's also Girl Scout Birthday Day. Not sure what that means. And it's World Kidney Day. I'm happy to have both of mine. Baruch Hashem. Let's do the uh, let's do the fortune cookie. Is uh, Rabbi Goldman's waiting for me? Amazing, Rabbi Goldman's is on hold. I don't want to I don't want to keep him waiting, but Rabbi Goldman's, you, you do understand we have to do the fortune cookie. I mean, come on, 
You and I need numbers to play. All right. Here we go. You will enjoy the true you will enjoy true success in whatever you do. Nice. I'm definitely playing these numbers. Um <laughs> I'm definitely playing these numbers today. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network. My guest today is Rabbi Dr. Jay Goldmitz. He was a veteran teacher and administrator in Jewish Day School Education. He currently teaches at Mayanot Yeshiva High School in Teaneck, which, of course, we need to mention since there are two Siegel daughters in attendance at Mayanot. He is also an adjunct professor at Azraeli Graduate School at Yeshiva University. Most importantly, and the reason he joins us today, he is the author of the Koran Anit Filah Weekday Siddur, a Siddur of Reflection, Connection and Learning. It is also the winner of the National Jewish Book Award and author of a newly published companion volume, volume the Koran Anit Filah Shabbat Seder. So, Dr. Goldmans, good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining me. And it, it took a while for us to be able to coordinate <laughs> this interview, but I'm thrilled that you were able to join me, and I'm even more thrilled that I finally got the sitter. Somehow or another, it arrived by Pony Express, as you had joked in an email, but uh, Baruch Hashem, you are joining us this morning. And I do want to make mention, as I read your introduction or your forward, whatever the, the term was, to the sitter, which I definitely want to discuss in depth, that we have a student in common, really? Chloe Fine. Oh, my goodness. I know. I also had the absolute pleasure of teaching the, the Kala now, um, Chloe Fine from Lawrence, and uh, she's a wonderful kid. Oh, wow. Mazel Yes, exactly. Anyway, let's talk about the sitter, and um, which obviously brings you again to the show today. It is a it is an unbelievable accomplishment. Nachum actually discussed it in brief this morning on JM and the AM when uh, he promoted today's That's Life. And, and mentioned that it is the perfect gift to give to a teenager, bar mitzvah, bat mitzvah, or just a Hanukkah present, what an, an upcoming Anafi Komen present. He mentioned it as the absolute perfect gift to give a teen. Explain to everybody what he meant by that. Uh, I don't know. You'd have to uh, No, I think you do. Don't be. <laughs> <laughs> it is, and I, and I attest to it. But from your point, if you were giving this as a gift, you're, you're, and you're, I'm not saying you're biased because it is an unbelievable work. That is for sure. But explain to me why somebody would look at this and say this is the ultimate gift for a teen. Tefillah is probably one of the biggest challenges in, uh, in all of day school education, I think, and in, uh, sort of parenting too. It's mm-hmm. an enormous challenge for, Adolescents in particular, um, and nobody's really addressed over the past, in the past, um, sort of how to um, initiate kids into davening. I think everybody just expects that they know what to do, they know how to do, and they're prepared to do. And then we get frustrated when they don't do what it is that uh, we expect of them. And so um, sort of thinking about this and experimenting with it over time, um, I finally decided to uh, try to uh, give them, give some sort of insight into uh, what davening is all about. And um, for those kids who are not quite there yet or who have difficulty on a day-to-day basis, uh, to give them some tools in order to help them um, enhance their davening a little. And on many, on many levels, because a number of the sitter obviously not obviously, but the sitter offers the davener multiple ways to understand the words that we have been saying for years but haven't actually or might not have been able to grasp or internalize and therefore personalize and and make that person's davening that much more intense, spiritual, 
um, whatever the, you know, insert the white, the correct word here. So, right. so there are all these different pathways located at the bottom half of the page. Um, so I guess the first question I should really ask you is somebody opens this sitter for the first time. Explain to our listeners who don't have yet, don't yet have the opportunity or the privilege of having the sitter in front of them like I do, what they are going to see when they open the sitter, how it looks different. So the sitter is um, a Corin Sidur, which is to say that it has much the same layout as uh, the Corin Sachs Sidur. It has the Corin text on one side and um, Rabbi Sachs's uh, elegant translation on the other. But at the bottom, I put in a number of uh, perushim, a number of commentaries. One is called Bi'ur Tfilah, which uh, essentially is designed to explain particular phrases or uh, parts of the Sidur that one might not easily understand. Mm-hmm. A second one is called Iyun Tfilah, which tries to take the text a little further, something that's a little more philosophical, historical, something that's a little broader, deeper, um, that uh, provides a little more background or a little more thought. A third one is Hilchot Tfilah, when appropriate, uh, sort of what the halachot are that may govern um, behavior during that particular part of tefillah. And the fourth one from which the name of the sitter derives is called anitfila, And that's the one that's designed to try to help um, convey, help the, the person who is praying create their own meaning. Mm. It may be um, an anecdote. It may be a uh, provocative question or two, uh, something that leads to self-reflection. Um, and trying to uh, figure out exactly what the tefillah should mean for you on any given day, because that's really the essence of the undertaking and of the siddur. There are a number of other features as well. Um, the anitfilah, those commentaries, though, are really uh, the most important part. We try to take into account sort of some other things. So, for example, one of the unique things about it is the Shmon Esrei, mm-hmm. which um, in Shacharit has one bracha on each page right. that's purposely designed to slow the reader down mm-hmm. so that you only focus on one bracha at a time. And the, the commentaries that I mentioned at the bottom, when you get to Mincha, um, there is, uh, again, one bracha on a page, but there's absolutely no commentary on the bottom. In fact, the bottom of the page is entirely blank. Uh, there to give someone the opportunity to put in their own right. uh, personal associations right. that they have that day, use a post-it note, or mm. actually to write into the Siddur if one wants, um, so that one can create one's own associations and keep track of them over the course of time. Um, and the third one is uh, for Ma'ariv is just a regular uh, Shmon Esrei laid out, bracha to bracha, without uh, any empty at the bottom of the page without a commentary for somebody who's just in the mood that day to just go straight as one might in right. a traditional sitter. But each one of those is interchangeable. That is to say that the tefillot within Shmon Esrei that are normally associated with Shachrit or Mincha or Ma'ariv are included in all of them so that on any given day you can use any one of the formats uh, for any one of the other tefillot. So we try to build in a certain amount of uh, uh, autonomy and uh, something that matched your mood for the day. You know, it's it's interesting. Um, I have had the opportunity to look at and discuss on the air other the the other um, Magerman Sidurim, you know, for the younger children, etc., uh-huh. that are part of this 
this series and it never fails to amaze me the amount of thought and preparation and consideration that goes into a current publication for all of the people involved. I mean, think about there was there's obviously there's there's the typeface and there's the setting and there's the the paper and and but but you're 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 trying to set the stage for a successful tefillah every time. And that is not something that needs to be, that should ever be overlooked. Because if this sitter is used appropriately, even on a surface level, the time that it takes to look at a, to, to look at a bracha on its own page and, and stop for a second and say, wow, it's by itself. Automatically, it, 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 it inserts that moment of reflection. And hopefully we, we look forward to one moment begetting the next moment. And so through the, these different tools that are embedded in the, the, the building of the sitter, the design of the sitter, even if the davener doesn't get every single thing going on, at least on a basic level, whatever basic is, but e- at least on an initial level, they are already, they are already davening a more inspired davening. Yeah, it's amazing the extent to which printers over time have influenced our davening. Mm. Um, people who used to just throw together a sitter, uh, sometimes just copying from other sidurim, and so you end up with font sizes that are big or smaller um, that um, someone who wasn't aware would automatically assume, oh, this must be much more important because <laughs> the font is bigger. Right. Um, and so we gave a lot of careful thought to uh, the size of the font, how much text is on a particular page, right. how much page flipping you have to mm. do. Um, trying to highlight um, in different fonts when there were alphabetical acrostics or there were rhymes or there were words that were repeated. Um, somebody last night uh, came to me so thrilled because uh, he finally found a sitter that had a comma in the right place. Um, <laughs> Grammar so, is an amazing uh, thing. It's a credit really to the Koran people, yeah. um, to their uh, their expertise and their knowledge of uh, tefillah going back through the centuries. Um, and, and their, their meticu- flexibility in terms of trying to put something really meaningful and creative together. And their meticulous nature. I mean, they they really, I mean, they yes, they really know publishing, and they really know language, and they understand the Hebrew language on a completely different level than anyone I've ever had had the opportunity to meet with in terms of publishers and writers, etc. It's really a completely different level. But what I also love is the fact that at its very basic, you still have the essence of Corin. You have the smooth paper. You have that quality of the paper. You have the Corin font, which we've all known and grown to love and associated with Corin. So you know that even if this sitter doesn't look, quote-unquote, like a typical sitter does or like a sitter that you've used in the past or that you grew up with, you're giving somebody else a sitter that has that basic foundation that you've come to trust, which is the corn publishing. Yeah, my commentary aside, it's a beautiful piece of work. <laughs> it really is an incredible, incredible piece of work. And I also, I mean, the the, uh, the Zionist in me could not have been happier that the Shachras for Yom Ha'atzma'ut was included. I have right. to, I want to point that out. Right. Um, and Tzvilal Shlomo Medina, obviously. Right. Yeah. It's not something should be, it not only should it not be overlooked, but I should also just mention in the uh, Magram and Sidurim for the younger kids, the Tzvilal for the Medina is in there as well. Um, which is which is a beautiful thing. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network. I'm joined by Rabbi Dr. Jay Goldmitz, who is the author 
of the Koran Anit Filah weekday sitter, a sitter of reflection, connection, and learning, which is the winner of the National Jewish Book Award. Rabbi Goldman's, I have to ask you, is it unusual for a sitter to win a National Book Award? Um, yeah, I guess so. Um, I think that, uh, in fact, Rabbi Sachs had won one once before, if memory serves correctly, for a, um, a translation and commentary, maybe of a machzor. But uh, aside from that, I'm not aware of uh, any other books that have really uh, gotten that honor. It was really very special. Right. Uh, the award ceremony was last night. Oh, really? Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was really lovely. Where was it? Uh, the Center for Jewish History. Oh, very nice, on 16th and 5th. Right. Very right. nice. It must have been an emotional moment. And by the way, it's also very, I, I mean, it's a poignant moment to see that a sitter can win a National exactly. Book Award. I don't want that overlooked. This isn't, exactly. this is, it's not a, it, can you say it's a reinvention of, of, a, of an established text? Is it a reintroduction? I, I don't want to insult the words. Um, I don't know how to express it. Yeah, um, I wouldn't call it a reinvention because when people comment that I wrote a sitter, I usually say it's Unshake Nefert Hagdola that did that. Um, <laughs> right. I just wrote a commentary to help people through it. You know, I'm I'm very good friends with uh, Reb, uh, Rebetzin Sari Teitelbaum, who to many of our listeners will be more uh, commonly known as Sari Wine, Rabbi Wine's daughter. And she has said to me on a number of occasions when I personally have, um, have commented or said something like... I, I, I need to make more time to daven. And I've said it in passing. And she has said to me and given me good muster that we all need to have a dialogue with God. Right. And it's, and what I what I found the most telling and the most interesting about this sitter is that even for me, and the sitter is not meant for the huh, turning 40-year-olds, but um, it, is, it is more geared towards the high schoolers. But even for me, I was, I was finding as I was using it and going through it and, and reading things I did not know that there were ways for me to engage even at my age and to increase or to better my dialogue with God through this sitter. So I don't want people to think that, you know, they finished their SATs and they got into college and they, this sitter is not for them. It's for people of any age. Yeah, so the truth is I, that's probably been the biggest surprise for many people, not so much to me, but for many people has been the extent to which um, adults have been taking to this mm. and from across denominational wow. denominations, that is to say, I don't know, there have been, um, I've heard a number of cases already of senior citizens who wow. have looked at this, who somebody told me again last night of the case of uh, someone for whom it, it, she said that it changed her davening. Nice. Um, for uh, more yeshivish people who wow. have been using it, for uh, middle-aged people, for, Incredible. you know, who would have thought that adults have trouble with davening? <laughs> um, it's uh, you know, we, we describe it in terms of adolescence because adolescents tend to act out the most. Hmm. And as we get more adult, um, we internalize it. And the challenges that we have as people, uh, we don't give voice to so much because um, it's not really accepted to talk about that publicly. And yet I think so many of us struggle, each of us in our own different way, but we all struggle with davening. Right. Absolutely. Um, and this uh, commentary has really enabled people, I think, to start talking about it out loud in ways that have just been astounding and, by uh, the, and very gratifying. Right. I, I, I'm sure it is incredibly gratifying. I, I promise you, 
Rabbi Goldman's, nobody has looked at me and said that I've made their davening better. <laughs> um, fortunately or unfortunately, as the case may be, I will not get that credit at any point in my life. It's, it's really an incredible work. And by the way, the labor of love that it, it shows. I, I, don't, I, I don't know how long the sitter took. I tell people it took a lifetime. Yeah, it's going to be great for a lifetime. Was uh, and I'm sure it, it probably took out your kishkas at certain points. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's um, but it certainly is a labor of love. Both it seems for Corin and for you. Your your intro I found very poignant. How you referred to students and um, and the way you wrote about your parents and your grandchildren. I, I just want you to know that. While there are plenty of introductions to books that I quickly skip over, there was, for some reason or another, I and I, I give this advice to anybody who's about to pick up this sitter, which, again, I highly recommend. Don't skip over the intros. Read the intros. They will only make you want to engage in the sitter even more. Well, thank you. Absolutely um, my pleasure. Especially important because, as I described to you, the Mincha piece was uh, the, the commentary, the page is blank at right. the bottom. Um, and there were a number of people who didn't read the introduction oh. and who called the publisher asking for their money back because they thought they got a defective copy. Oh, classic. 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 You should know, by the way, that when you mentioned before, and with this I, I do need to close, even though I'm truly enjoying our conversation, the um, th- when I was growing up, of course, you could never write in a sitter. You could never write in a Gemara. You could never write in the Chumash. But to be able to give kids that freedom to connect to their sitter by actually giving them the space, not even making them write in the margin, but giving them a whole half a page. I mean, I'm right now opened to page 283, and there's plenty of space for me to write. So it, it just it opens the door, and it says not only not only can you, but you should. Right. It's about you know the word anitzvilah means the words anitzvilah um, denotes that uh, I am my prayer. Um, and so that despite the fact that Chazal provided us with a text to say, the, the real meaning of tefillah is uh, the meaning that you bring to the words. Yeah. And so uh, being able to keep track of that is uh, very important. Well, I thank you so much for joining me. Kola Kavod and Mazal Tov on this award. Um, it really is a beautiful sitter, and I hope you will join me again. It, it, this was a wonderful conversation. Thanks so much. My absolute pleasure. It. You've been listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network. Let's go through the lineup. We have a lot to go through. We have a full afternoon of programming. Nachum is already in the studio. The live lunch will start in just a few minutes. And then today at 1 o'clock, it is Sammy Schechter with No Soap Radio. That is Sammy hosting the Sun Show at 1 o'clock. You do not want to miss that, of course, Michael Fragan also has a new show today. Nachum tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, is the host JM name live here on the stream. Malcolm Holmline joins at 7.40. Naomi Nachman, new show tomorrow as well. She's joined by world-renowned sommelier, Jay Booksbaum, and winemaker Amichai Luri from Shiloh Wines of Rummy Host Saturday Night Seagull Saturday night at 9 p.m. Again, that is his new time because at 10 p.m., renowned speaker Rabbi Y.Y. Jacobson hosts Eternal Flame, where he will discuss tips for educating and inspiring your children. And, folks... It starts with this sitter. I, Rabbi Jacobson didn't say that. I'm just ad-libbing that in. At 11 p.m., David Lichtenstein hosts headlines. And this week, Agunost, are there solutions to this painful problem? He will be get, he will be joined by Harab David Kohn of Gavul Yavetz. Sunday morning, it's JM Sunday from 7 to 9 with Matis as he starts unofficially the second week of the JM and the AM Marathon. Don't forget, Nefesh Benefesh mega event is this Sunday at the Crown Plaza Hotel in Times Square. Tune into NachumSiegel.com as we stream Live on the air from the event from 1230 to 230. Don't miss that. And again, please give and give generously at jmandam.org 
to the JM and the AM Marathon. I also want to make mention that if you go to the ODU Life page, that's ou.org slash life, in the section called Inspiration, as I discussed with Nahum this morning on JM and AM, just around 8 a.m., I had a wonderful and absolutely incredibly spiritual experience at, of all places, Madison Square Garden on Monday night. Feel free to read about it. It is called When the Guest You Have Over. It's Iscock Perlman, also on that page, by the way, under... The food section is a review I wrote of, an, of a just-released challah cookbook, called, and the title of the piece is The Challah Mystique. I encourage you to read both. Anyway, coming up, what has come up in the background, as per our conversation with Rabbi Goldmitz, is Fulfill Your Tefillah by Benny Friedman. That's the life, everybody. Bye, guys. I know this goddess can be tough We've had our fair share amount of pain But I'm Miss Royal, don't give up The finish line is mommy shut So pack your bags, make game shame, baldahim I'm Miss Royal, listen here I know you've waited years and years Don't ever think you'd feel us are in vain For I'm Miss Royal, it is clear of If 